Hello, friends, and welcome back to Mystified. My name is Tasha. And this is Steven. And this is a podcast where we bring you strange and unusual stories. Hi, Steven. Hi. Long time no hear you in my headphones for a while. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a little while um, since we've been on here, but what have you been up to? You, you know what I've been up to. What is that? The same thing you've been up to. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get get up to a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> so no updates. Um, but we are back and we are here. So uh, we got some stories for you guys. Am I am I going today or you're you're going first? Uh you're going. I'm this going. is your story day. This is my story day. It's show and tell. Time with murder. That's okay. It's not really good. No. Should, kids shouldn't be doing that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not appropriate. All right. Um, I mean, I I have no nothing else for an intro. Like that's <laughs> literally it. It's you know how people say it's like riding a bike. Yeah. You know how good I am at riding a bike. Yeah. So yeah. So um, we're gonna crash and burn. Cool. All right. So for our welcome back episode. I picked a oldie but goodie, oldie as in, you know, early 1900s, Um, goodie as in just a story, not really a a good thing that happened. But I am going to tell you about Bella Kiss. And I'm pretty sure I'm saying his first name wrong uh, because he's Hungarian. So I'm sure it's supposed to be like ballet or something. But um. We're going to go with Bella. I think that's actually correct. Is that right? I you think, think so? Because so. like it's Bella Lugosi, right? Yeah, he's, so. he's also Hungarian. So, so yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I think that's correct. Maybe we're both wrong. Well, yeah. We Bella Lugosi's name was probably mispronounced like his entire career. True. Whatevs. But all right. But that's what we're going to go with. So in the early 1900s, at the age of 23, and it's vague. Okay. This guy's life starts off really vague because no one really knows um there wasn't a lot of great record keeping in the early 1900s and this guy made up a lot of shit so no one really knows what he was doing um and when this all started so it's early 1900s is what where we're at but such a neat thing about the pre-internet age you literally <laughs> just tell people whatever and they had no way to find yeah out. you're just lying to people and they have no yeah i mean to be fair, people did that to me in the early 80s and in the 90s, like just random lie to your face and you just believed shit. That's why I believed a lot of weird things um, because you had no way to fact check it. So new generations, good for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you can just nobody can really pull the wool over your eyes. You you can go say is is that right and look it up instead of being terrified of something that's not even real so good yeah, for you I think that, that's we've had that trouble with our children their entire lives yeah we can't. we didn't get the nicety of being able to uh lie to them about things like yeah. that they knew like, yeah santa claus shit like that no they broke that mystery real fast they were like so explain to me how a man can travel all around the world and deliver like like with like facts and numbers and shit we were like yeah we buy the presents (laughs) so yeah anyways okay but back to bella 
In the early 1900s, at the age of 23, Bella Kiss was renting a home in the small town of, and now we're going to butcher some more, Sincota, on the outskirts of Budapest. I know how to say Budapest, but C-I-N-K-O-T-A, Sincota? I'm sure whatever you say is probably wrong, so just we'll just Yeah, we're going to go with it. Excellent. Not much is known about his life prior to his arrival in the small town, but it was here where he would earn his reputation. He ran a successful and profitable tin business, so like little tin metal stuff, little tin cans. Um, he was considered a gentleman and most importantly, an eligible bachelor, which, I mean, to be fair, in the early 1800s, if you were a male and alive, you were an eligible bachelor. Oh, we're in the 1900s. Yeah, we're in the 1900s. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, not 1990s, early 1900s, like 1901, somewhere around there. So we're before the plague years, though. We're before so, the plague years. So there was the, still a little bit more selection out there. Right, but. before the Great Depression, like we're, you know, new frontier kind of thing. Yeah. But we're also um, in, in, in Budapest, so right. we're, we're on the other side of the world. Okay. He was tall. He had blonde hair, and most would say he had agreeable features. Um, I guess it means he, like, wasn't ugly, but he also wasn't, like, you know, a hunk kind, kind of thing, right? Actually, I think agreeable is supposed to mean pretty pretty good looking. Uh, yeah, but no, it's, it's like, it's his personality to me. That's how, like, how I take it is, like, he's... He he doesn't he doesn't look like George does over there with you know all of those you know symmetrical features, mm -hmm. but he is agreeable. Like yeah. so it's it's yeah it's that whole it's his personality thing. <laughs> which I mean you know to each his own. That's good. Not good for him. He's a shithead. But anyways, <laughs> um, he would throw wild and lavish parties, and many who thought they knew him would say that he was charming and deeply interested in astrology and the occult. And mesmerism, you know, because that was all starting um, at around this time. Well, that was all getting, it was spreading. It was getting right. Well, that's what I mean, started as more popular. Getting yeah. popular at like parties. Like you would throw a party and let's do a seance kind of thing. Yeah. Cause I mean, we're, it, it had what Anton Mesmer was mid 1800s. Like it, it had been around for a while. But yeah, yeah, that was leading into the Art Deco era was when it got really, really huge all over the world. So, yeah. One of my favorite eras. I love art. And then we went so wrong in the 70s. Why did we go so <laughs> wrong in the 70s? However, in 1903, Kiss got up to some bad, bad business. He started placing personal ads in local newspapers, portraying himself as a lonely and sad widower looking for a lovely bride. Bella was using an alias, Mr. Hoffman. As Mr. Hoffman, Bella would woo these women, flatter them with words of endearment and big dreams for the future. But in reality, he was a grifter and conned these vulnerable women. He convinced them, in writing, of course, to send him money and assets with the promise that he would use the funds to build their new lives together. But once the money had been received, they would never hear from Bella again. Sadly, he was really good at this grift and stole a lot of money from a lot of women. Yeah, people think the internet's the rise of the sweetheart scam when in reality, no, mm -hmm. as long as people have been alive, they've been pulling this shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really sad. 
but somebody had to pay for those parties. Like occult parties are not cheap. Astrology is if you're going to be into that shit, you you got to be able to afford it. Telescopes not cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, in 1912, the scheming bachelor hired a housekeeper, Miss Jackie Beck, to help around the home. We all know that's probably pronounced wrong too. She noted later that women would come to the house, but she never saw them for very long, and he was very discreet with his affairs. So he's agreeable looking and he's discreet with affairs. Okay. He didn't tend to stick with one woman for long, though, she noted. But what did stick around were large barrels at the back of his property. The local lawmen asked about these barrels and Kiss say that Kiss stated that they contained gasoline for the impending war. He was simply preparing for the rations, which I mean, you know. Yeah, but no. Yeah. (laughs) Later that year, he settled down and married a woman named Marie, who was 15 years younger than him. However, Marie allegedly began having a scandalous affair with the charming artist named Bikari. (laughs) Again, butchered. Kiss claimed the couple ran off together and he was once again alone in need of female company. So back he went to the reliable personal ads and began his ruse of corresponding with lonely women and trying to swindle them out of their fortunes. But Bella seemed to have an issue this time. Times had changed and women were less willing to just send their money without at least going on a first date. Sadly, it seemed most of the women he courted would just disappear after a few dates. Hmm. Such was his luck that in 1914, Bella Kiss, Astro-Hungarian army and marched off to fight in World War I. He left his home in the care of the elderly housekeeper and advised her to keep things tidy and stay out of his barrels. (laughs) The barrels had been a hot topic of interest as many folks had asked about their strange appearance, but the rumors spread that they were full of sweet, sweet gasoline. So everyone soon forgot that they should be an issue. Like it's just, oh, you know, Oh, Bella, he just got some gas there in the back in case we need it, you know, for whatever. After two years and no word from Kiss, rumors began to spread that the old chap had been killed off in the line of duty fighting in the Carpathian Mountains. His landlord believed the rumor and felt it was time to get the place ready for a new lease. Also, if those drums held gasoline, then he could maybe make a few extra bucks since there was a shortage. The landowner showed up to the property and was met there by the Budapest police, who also wanted the gasoline. Miss Jacoby tried to stop them, but they swiftly moved her out of the way and confiscated the pop- the and confiscated the property. But when they opened the odd barrels, they did not find what they were looking for. They found something much, much worse. The smell was rumored to be so strong that the landlord almost passed out. And when he peeked inside the barrel, he was horrified to see the pickling corpse of a young woman. Turns out there were 24 barrels containing 24 pickled corpses. The housekeeper was questioned thoroughly, but the elderly woman claimed to know nothing about the grisly discovery. Remember that missing wife and her artist friend that, you know, ran off? (laughs) They were his first victims in the barrels in the in the far back and the most decomposed. All the others seemed to be the missing women that Bella was corresponding with and then taking on dates. 
Bella would drain the bloods from the corpses by cutting their necks and then preserving them in methanol, a wood alcohol. And just a callback, if you remember, what was it, the Irish Rasputin? Mm-hmm. Methanol was one of the things they tried to give him to kill him, and that fool just drank it and got wasted. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it didn't happen in the situation. Anyways. Some of the locals had never believed that gasoline was in these drums. They all thought it was alcohol. None of them knew how close they were to the truth, but it was definitely the wrong kind of alcohol. Belikis was no longer known as a gentleman. He got a new name, the Hungarian vampire. Seemed his life of crime has started with just swindling mon- women out of money, but it was Marie and her rejection of him that must have broke something in Bella and drove him to start his murderous rampage. Causes of death varied from strangulation to poison, but all of the victims had their blood drained and then dumped into the alcohol. What he did with the blood, no one knows. Mm-hmm. A search of the house led to no discoveries, but there was a locked room and the housekeeper had a key, but was not allowed to enter it under any circumstance. Of course, the investigators retrieved the key and inside found all the evidence they would need. Shelves full of books and journals on poisoning and asphyxiation. They also found a desk that contained all the letters and correspondence he wrote to all of those women. His lies were there as well as the proof that he would visit them and then lure them back to his home. He would ask them about their relatives if they lived alone who lived close by. He would continue his communications and wooing with the ones who seemed to be alone all the time. One woman, Catherine Varga, sold her profitable dressmaking business and was last seen leaving her house in Budapest to join Kiss in, I wrote this town name again, Sincota. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it was reported that Bella Kiss had a whopping 174 proposals of marriage through his advertisements and accepted marriage from no less than 74 different women. At least 20 who came to Sincota met their untimely demise. I'm sure more realized the scam when they got there, threatened to reveal Bella. And then, you know, he just really decided he liked the violence and just started murdering them. Each of the 74 women had their own neat stack of correspondence in Kiss's desk and the local police traced several of the women. Some of the 27 bodies were identified. It's unclear how many. I just left that word out. <laughs> uh, they, they found, they identified some, but there's no solid record on actually how many. Wow. Obviously, I'm out of practice because I just forgot words. <laughs> One woman whose name was found stitched in her clothing in Kiss's office was later identified as Julianne Paschek, and her name appeared in court records in Budapest. She had sued Kiss for defrauding her of money on the promise of marriage. Her case was thrown out when she failed to show up for the hearing. Bella was definitely a dangerous serial killer and had been active for many years. He was also missing. This gruesome discovery sparked a frantic search for Bella Kiss, but was made incredibly difficult by the chaos of World War I, which was still ravaging Europe. The police put out an order to the military to arrest him at once, but the common nature of the name Bella Kiss at the time made finding the correct Bella incredibly difficult. 
a report came in that he was in fact alive and that he had been recovering in a Siberian hospital from a serious injury. But Bella must have caught word that the police were coming. And by the time they arrived, he was gone. And instead, they found the body of a dead soldier that he had left as a decoy. This was the last time anyone had seen Bella Kiss alive. Over the next few years, everyone saw Bella. Reports came in from Romania and Turkey, and it was even said that he was fighting with the French Foreign Legion. In 1932, a New York City detective, Henry Oswald, who had a famous memory for faces, was absolutely 100% positive his words. He had spotted Bella exiting a subway station in Times Square, but the detective quickly lost him in the crowd. The last reported sighting was four years later in 1936. Rumors circulated that Bella Kiss, nearing the age of 60, was working as a janitor at a New York City apartment building on 6th Avenue. When police stopped to check it out, however, they found the janitor had vanished. Not that it was the wrong person, but the janitor who had been working there was now gone without a trace. Hmm. And that's the story of Bella Kiss, the Hungarian vampire. A- another Hungarian vampire. Another Hungarian <laughs> vampire. <laughs> Lots yeah. of Hungarian I, vampires. I'm not sure what it is with the region and people choosing mm-hmm. exsanguination, but uh, it's, it's very common. It's thread. quite popular. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he's just a total dirtbag. Um, and uh, yeah. Seems more like a criminal of opportunity to me. Like, mm-hmm. Just trying to keep his grift going, meaning that he had to continue to stack bodies to keep from being found out. Because if he was right. found out, then his whole little empire would crumble. But he, you know, none of these women that he was courting had enough money to sustain him. So he had to keep, he had to keep the numbers up. So yeah, right. it seems, uh, seems like he was just trying to, uh, make a really really complicated like yeah gri- like, yeah that's there's there was so many easier grifts to do back then <laughs> like well i mean he was doing them easier prior to murdering them until marie came along and then you know with with the changing of the times and and women kind of being like maybe i don't just want to send all my money through correspondence maybe i actually need to meet this guy then you know his grift wasn't working as as well anymore but uh, to me i think he went off to war and he never planned to come back yeah like that was that was a great escape for a lot of people yeah he he knew that you know it, it would all be found eventually and if he could just prolong it for as long as possible so he could get lost in all the mess then you know but yeah no he never planned yeah i'm really surprised how much it seems like they almost caught him like right records back then were shit like how the fuck did they find him <laughs> yeah i know i just think it's crazy that so many people were named bella <laughs> so many men yeah were named bella I like mean, let's bring that back that, where that makes sense where is that bella kiss it is it is quite a charming name but he's a piece of shit a charming name for a reprehensible person <laughs> yeah irre- irreprehensible as i say it but yeah no he's he's total total crappy guy but yeah i mean conning women out of money with the promise of love what they do now on like every single dating site <laughs> you sign up for match.com 
seven of your eight matches are going to be guys from a different country just trying to get money out of you. Like it is, it it's is not even just dating sites though. It's just the internet at large, like right. is just full of scammers from all over. But yeah, just trying to, you know, make money off of lonely fools. It's uh yeah. Just vulnerable really people. Old, but sucks. But yeah, it's just a really old grift. I mean, it's been around forever and nothing I don't think will ever stop it because as long as there's lonely people and as mm-hmm. long as it works, then yeah. Yeah triple threat yeah i mean hopefully we don't have any more um bellas out there taking people's money and then murdering them i mean like that's also (laughs) 27 bodies is quite a lot yeah that's that's pretty prolific yeah that's that that is a whole whole lot and they were not able to identify all of them which is really awful but when i was researching and i saw that wood alcohol it made me think of our friend um the Irish Rasputin and those guys trying to whack him for that insurance money and just yeah, not just a drinking. That guy's like, I'll drink this shit. I don't care. Uh, they put nails and stuff in it and he still drank it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, there's no telling like how long that guy could have lived if he just would have been a little bit healthier in a different <laughs> day and age. But yeah. Yeah. So don't, don't be a grifter and steal people's money and then murder them. It's um, it's not nice. It's not how you date. It's not the proper <laughs> way of dating. It's not how you should court someone. Um, just like you shouldn't murder someone instead of getting a divorce. That's not how you separate in a relationship. You come on, people. I mean, if we're just gonna just put it all out there, you just don't murder. Yeah, murder just don't do murders. Just not what you do. Yeah, you just you just don't do a murder on someone. Yeah, that so just that, that um, just makes it more simple. You yeah, can easily remember. Just don't fucking murder somebody. Yeah, doesn't matter what they do. Don't murder them. Yeah, that's um, yeah, I I, I agree with that. I agree with that sentiment. <laughs> the more you know, you yeah. know, that's what we're here for. Exactly to remind you not to do murders. Yeah, that's bad. You don't want to do that. Cool. Well, that's all I got. And um Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is not like riding a bike <laughs> at all. At all. I feel like we're in our first couple episodes when we just sucked so bad. Um and people still listen to those. You guys stop. Please stop. <laughs> just we redid the first episode. Like, so you don't have to sit through that. It hurts. It's painful. Stop listening to that one. That episode has almost like over a thousand downloads, and I have no idea why. Um, yeah, it's, it's bad. But <laughs> don't we redid it? Great, it's great stories. Absolutely, very interesting. You know, unsolved mysteries type stories. Really good, but terrible audio and very nervous people that being us so cool well thank you so much for listening we appreciate you coming back and checking out this episode um if you would like to find out more about us or check out any of our other episodes except for the first one (laughs) you can go to mystifiedpod.com and it's all there for you for your listening entertainment you can leave us reviews on there you can get some merch 
on there. Um, you know, just there's lots of stuff to do on there. You can rate us as well as leave reviews. So you don't have to type anything. You can just hit stars. Super easy. Uh, we are on the socials. We're on Instagram at mystified underscore pod. And then we are on Facebook. Um, it's depressing, but <laughs> we're there. <laughs> uh, I mean, our, our reach on Facebook is not depressing. Our, our little group is fine. Yeah. Or it was last time I was there. It could have been taken over by scammers. By now. We totally don't, um, don't know. Yeah, if anyone's on there trying to get money for marriage on there, don't do it. <laughs> or anything else. It's they not don't us. Have us. We yeah. haven't been held captive by them. Um, yeah. Don't fall for it. Yeah, we were not kidnapped. We just had life get in the way, unfortunately, a whole, whole lot. But hopefully everything's settled down and we can do this because this is a super fun pastime for us. And we like hanging out with you guys. Steven, you, you got anything, sir? Yeah, that pretty much covers it. All right, then. Well, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye. Mystified. Podcast.